Now listen closely. They will attack your eyes till nothing remains but two bloody sockets. Ladies and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight. Her world is disturbed. Now I saw those bodies and whoever mutilated them has a very special problem. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stay Scary Podcast. Guys, before Lisa, I invited Lisa over for coffee and some pastries. And before she came over, I saged the house. She did. The house smelled like like that, that sage <laughs> smell, which is like a vaguely armpit smell. No, I they don't... do. Sage, a, a sage bundle kind of smells like B.O., because well, you've got that, you go to Yankee smudge. Candle, you get the the vague, vaguely armpit candle. They, yes, it's, it's, it's a vaguely it's, armpit candle, it's along with man ass, powered by sweaty, sage. sweaty man ass. Well, we might be talking about that man ass today. Oh, Jesus! We Christ. we might we're going to be talking about asses. We're going to be talking about body parts. Yes, we're going to be talking, talking about, about all that stuff. About how man's hubris uh, leads him to. <sighs> Fuck with things that he shouldn't fuck with and, and the monstrous results that, that happen. The natural order has been disturbed. Yes, yes. So, welcome to Stay Scary Podcast. My name is Lisa McColgan. I'm Ian Kiefer. And this is our guest. Say hello. Hi, how are you? Hi. Want to tell us who you are? I am Nick Zeno. I'm a uh, writer and musician. All right. And, and you have a podcast as well. Yes, the Department of Tangents podcast, which is music, comedy, and horror. I couldn't figure out Yay. how to make all of those things one thing, so I just called it the Department of Tangents. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Well, well, thank you for thank you for spending your Saturday morning in the basement of Malden Access Television. Oh, you're well, I'd probably be here anyway. Oh, okay. In the basement. In the basement. Yeah. In a basement somewhere. Some, some, someone's, someone's basement. <laughs> someone's basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this is Stay Scary Podcast, a silly podcast about serious horror. And today's topic medical monstrosities. Take it away. Well,. <laughs> Like what? Because I know you watched you watched a few movies I yesterday did. in preparation. I, I as did. did I. And I actually, Eugenia and I sat down. If you guys don't know who Eugenia is, today you'll find out. Um, last episode, she made her debut. Yes, and she uh, she's my creepy baby. She's one of my creepy babies that I have out. <laughs> I like when you rock me, mommy. <laughs> And she's, I wish Tiny Nosferatu <laughs> talked, but he's just kind of the strong, silent type. Mm. I'm silly. Oh, yes, you are. And she I'm actually, what? She's silly. And so she was my companion when I was watching the movie Tusk yesterday. Yes. I actually, I watched three movies yesterday. Um I, I and I'd seen two of them before, uh, and the other one, Tusk, is the newest one that I had seen. Right, had not seen, and that's a uh, it's actually a Kevin Smith movie. And the thing that I found interesting about this movie is that it was born out of podcasting. Okay, yeah. So okay. so Kevin Smith and his uh, his co producer uh, Scott Mosier has the Smodcast, right? And so they found this advertisement on um, Gumtree where this this person had put up an ad for a free room, but the stipulation was the border. Um, would have to dress up as a walrus. So they were riffing on that during the podcast. Yeah. And they were, and that's it, how it developed. And they said, Oh, this needs to be a movie. 
Well, it's kind of like the movie that I want to write about, uh, about the, the Tide dare. Pods, yeah, the, oh, dare. Yeah, the like dare, people going on YouTube and biting into something and, and having something viral like, and terrible happen. Yeah. So, I, and, I, and I think, you know what, this really is kind of a cool way for movies to get born, mm-hmm. you know? And so anyway, the, um, what they did was they had asked, you know, should we make a movie out of this? Hashtag yes, hashtag no, or whatever, how, yeah. however that was. So that was really, really, really cool. And um, Justin Long is uh, Wallace. He's, you know, the guy who gets turned into. So the premise of the movie is... Um, uh, uh, Haley Joel Osment. Oh, yes. I see dead people. He sees dead people. Um, Everyone does. Sure. <laughs> um, so Justin Long and Haley Joel Osment have a, a podcast, and their podcast is called uh, Not See mm-hmm. Podcast, uh, N-O-T-S-E-E. And so, huh. uh, yeah, okay. because uh, Haley Joel Osment does not like to fly or travel or something like that. Right. Okay. And so there's this there's this person that they want to interview who has like this samurai knife uh, mm-hmm. from Kill Bill. And he he actually kills himself and so instead um, Justin Long gets waylaid into um, staying with this guy who's got stories to tell and he's like, "Well, I'm a storyteller." And he's, you know, so he goes to the guy's place which is like in the middle of nowhere in Manitoba. And um, the guy, Michael Parks, um, plays the the guy, Howard Howe, who, um, you know, has this thing about wanting to turn somebody into a walrus and okay. keep them in his basement and, and all that. So, all right. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Okay. Which, but it's sort of a slow burn. You don't really realize that's what's happening until the end of that of that movie. Oh, and, and I, spoiler I was alert! Ask, yeah, I was going to ask what the, the the spoiler policy oh, was. Oh, fuck spoilers! You know, yeah, people people say, should know what they're getting into. Yeah, <laughs> but I think the the most terrifying part of the movie, if there, it's really funny more than it is terrifying. But there are some like, oh my god, moments. You know, that yeah. when you're watching them, um, is when. Uh, Justin Long's character Wallace is in the water. He's like, you must swim now. And he puts him in the water and he's, you know, in the walrus pelt, sewn into a walrus pelt. So, yeah. So, you know, it starts out with his leg getting amputated. You know, he he gets drugged, his leg gets amputated. Then the other one, then he like has his like arms sewn in and, um, He's down in the water and he looks and he sees the skeleton of walruses who came before and failed. So that's that's creepy. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, this person was like he's done this before. I'm like walrus, you know, 4.0. <laughs> well, the, the thing about it, Kevin Smith is he is such a fan of these kinds of, of movies. It, it, there's you recognize the beats you're like oh this is this mm-hmm. is this movie so you can kind of see see what's coming and i i i looked at it a little bit today and i rewatched the the just the ending last night and i realized the cover of the thing is justin long with walrus tusks yeah. so it's yeah. like well you you're not really uh, you've kind of given the spoilers on the cover. Yeah, right? yeah, the yeah, ending's sure. there. Like, we know he's going to get turned into a, a walrus. Right. Cuckoo ca Well, so, so much ah. of this stuff is it just so much. So the sequel is Eggman. Woo! <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> Here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the, the, uh, so much of this borders on slapstick, so much of this body horror and a, a lot of this sure. stuff. So you could, you can go. It doesn't t- 
take much to go from that cringe-inducing moment to something that that's like funny. Completely yeah. over the top. Well, it breaks the tension. You know, Hannah Gadsby in her stand-up comedy talks about comedy, good comedy. You know, you build up the tension and then mm-hmm. you break it with something that just kind of, you know, lets everybody exhale a little bit. Well, right. but she also it's, says that that's a bad faith relationship. She says that comedy oh, yeah. is a re- as an abusive, abusive relationship. relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I've ramped up your tension yeah. and yeah. now... I resolve your you. tension and you go, oh, thank you for resolving your tension. But I'm the one who gave you the tension. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> true. She's great. True. Her new uh, Douglas is coming to Netflix next year. I saw it. Oh, cool. Early, you saw it earlier. live? Uh, yeah, I saw it when she came to Boston. Oh, nice. And Michael Parks, who uh, plays the crazy guy, uh, I guess he's been in several uh, movies uh, like Quentin Tarantino films like Kill Bill, mm-hmm. Grindhouse, um, and then Kevin Smith's Red State, which was horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, Red State was... Red State is um, as as some people know. I'm I'm friends with Megan Phelps Roper, who was formerly of Westboro Baptist Church, and and Red State uh, uh, is kind of modeled on uh, on yeah. Westboro Baptist. And and uh, Kevin Smith had this whole free Megan hashtag for a while because you know everybody knew on, anyone who was interacting with her on Twitter like knew like this girl is just way too smart to be dealing with this. And that's the thing about Westboro Baptist is that they're not a bunch of inbred. Hicks. They're actually extremely intelligent people, but they've been indoctrinated. They've been brainwashed. And she got out a few years ago um, and she's been on she's been on a few different podcasts. And I know that she's talked to Kevin Smith, but uh, they he invited uh, them to the premiere of Red State. And uh, at the time, Megan was still in the church, and and she uh, she walked over and uh, to say that uh, that she that they were leaving, and she's like, "Oh, Kevin, this movie is filthy," <laughs> which is so funny to me now because like she just she's she's so funny. She's um her memoir um unfollow is coming out very very soon. Red State Red State is fucked up. That's a fucked up movie. I did see the the Westboro Baptists. Protesting Halloween. Oh, in, yeah, Halloween in Salem on on Halloween night, which yeah. was which was fun. Would, <laughs> my it was a, a they were out in front of, of uh, like the, the pizza place and the, where they had God the, hates Halloween. Yeah, they had mm-hmm. the the fence around them. Yeah, then it was definitely Westboro Baptist. And yeah. there was one guy standing in front of them. Yeah, holding up a sign. Yeah. Uh, in front of the berry, he had a, like a little milk crate or something, and I yeah. don't think they could see it, and I don't think they could figure out whether he was with them or not. Yeah. People were passing by, like cheering him. Yeah. He was this bedraggled gentleman, the uh, bearded, sort of mussed up, deeply stoned eyes shirt. <laughs> he says he was holding this, this. So a local, basically. He was holding up a sign written on a on a uh, a shopping bag, yeah. like a brown shopping bag. Yeah. You know, with the, the shirt coming up over his, his tummy. And it just said, smoke weed. <laughs> And he was the happiest person I've ever seen in my life. And there were people I fucking love that. Everybody's Just cheering. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. Yeah. by cheering dressed as all the, you know, whatever people dress as yeah. in Salem on Halloween night. There was a variety. Oh, sure. Sure. I'll be in. I'll, well, I'll, we'll be in Salem at least a couple of times uh, for Salem Horror Fest. Um, I'm going to go meet my horror crush, Linnea Quigley. Um 
Is she doing the, the aerobics thing this year or was that just last year? Uh, she she did aerobics uh I don't think she uh, the aerobics program last that's year. Awesome. Um I don't I think she I think this is just a signing opportunity, but uh-huh. I have to get just the right tube of lipstick to give to her. See if she sticks it in her tit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Is she's doing that thing? The Molly Ringwald from No, 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 no. Night of the Demons. Have you seen Night, Night of, of the, the Demons? Demons? Oh god, yeah, no. she's in Night of the Demons. It's like the greatest movie ever. We are veering way the fuck off track. That's okay. Um but yeah, so that's well, kind of a medical monstrosity. She she gets possessed by a demon and there's this scene where she's like putting lipstick her put, putting her lipstick on, but she's drawing it all over her face and then pretty, goes pretty. down to her chest and then she sticks it the whole thing into her nipple. <coughs> and it and it goes right into her boob. It's it's yeah. Wow. It's magical. That's is she storing it in yeah, there? Yeah, she's storing it in there. And then you she know. takes it out when she Well, I it? mean apparently I you, they, they don't get that far, but it's yeah, it's 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 a great scene. I'm you just should, trying to think about how that might work. Like Well, you just have to watch it. Trust I guess me. I do. Trust me. So it's kind of a, a medical yeah. yeah. Like a trapdoor nipple. So trapdoor nipple. Trapdoor nipple. <laughs> you know, because sometimes, you know, you can store things in your bra. Like, you know, you can stick your phone in there. I put crystals in there sometimes. <laughs> of course you do. Of course I do. I do. And I'm I not the only sage, one. I sage my tits before I go out. I got to make sure the good juju's Got the good juju for the, the girls. For the, girls. the good juju. Yeah. yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I've had enough uh, medical trauma in my life and, and had enough surgeries in, the, in the, right. the past few years that it, it when you told me this was surgery in in horror mm-hmm. i was starting to think of my own experiences because i've had a, a few in the hospital and why it would be a scary thing and i was thinking about the idea of going under the knife the, and it's invasive it's it's somebody that's like going inside of you you know right well you're taking to the brink of death being under general anesthesia is basically being to the you know to the brink of brink yeah. of death. You are asleep, and you know, and unaware of what's happening. Supposedly unaware. There are people that think that you know there is some level of awareness Knowledge. that happens, or there's a you know that your that your organs or that your body kind of has this understanding of what's happening. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of it's interesting. I could I could go on a whole tangent. I just got about a reminder that. that I'm going to die. Don't forget, you're going to die. I have this app called We Croak, uh-huh. <laughs> and five times a day it, it it sends me a quote that has to do with my mortality. Well, eat, drink, and be merry. Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, there's signs of your mortality everywhere. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't need an app. Sure, I do. To, to Nick, remind you of that. Nick, you need an app shut for up. I like my app. I like being. <laughs> I like being like. Look at this. I'm gonna die. Well, one of the things I was thinking about a, a surgery in particular is. In any horror movie or any action movie, I can. It doesn't phase me if somebody gets shot in the face. It doesn't phase me uh-huh. if somebody takes a, a, a crossbow to right. it, somebody, or if somebody gets hit by a car. If somebody, all of these things that are that are sudden mm-hmm. with surgery, you're being put down on a table. It's slow. It's methodical. It's a, you've got a scalpel mm-hmm. usually, and anytime. Anytime they they show a close up of something, the, right. that sort of surgery, it's this they the very slow incision. Yeah. yeah, and that that's that's, that's what trauma makes you cringe purpose. and look away. Yeah, that's physical yeah. trauma on purpose. Yeah, and so you know when I work with I, I'm a massage therapist. I work on people who, you know, have either come to me because of repetitive use injury. 
um, uh, trauma and trauma can be from surgery. They're recovering from a hip replacement and there's all the scar tissue. This is a deliberate wounding that right. they've taken mm-hmm. to fix something else mm-hmm. or undeliberate wounding, which is, you know, something like an accident. Oh, I slipped on the ice and I fell and yeah. I ripped this, you know. And so, you know, these are these are the reasons why people, you know, would come to see me. Um but yeah, we talk about surgery and we talk about, okay, well, the doctor did this to me and, and they, you know, yeah. they'll go into they detail did about this what happened. To me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, you know, you have to, you're basically kind of retraining the tissue to, to fall a certain way because scar tissue is very unelegant. It's, uh, it's mm-hmm. like throwing spackle at a wall. So, you know, the way our muscle fibers go in a natural way, it's like, nice, it all works together. Mm-hmm. It's yep. like this really great way. But then you cut through it and then your body says, oh, we've got to throw these fibroblasts out. And guess what? The scar tissue is kind of like, like this, you know, where it's. Well, I've again, got the, the scar from my sternum to my waist from uh, Meckel's diverticulosis surgery ooh. in 2005, which wasn't fun. And diverticulosis, that's like some heinous. Well, they yeah. couldn't. Uh, mine was particularly fun because it was <laughs> in a place. It's a simple thing yeah. to, to fix, but they couldn't figure out what was going on. And I had basically a show me on the doll Show me where they cut you. There to there. <laughs> I also had gallbladder surgery this year. Oh, my there God. Are, there Jesus. Are four insur- incisions that, that – uh, uh, that they they were just they said they were barely able to take it out laparoscopically. Oh my god! They wouldn't show me a picture of my gallbladder after I asked oh, them. Man. I asked them if somebody would take a picture because they said apparently it was necrotic. And it, oh, and, you should have made that into a paperweight, dude! And, like and shellac that shit. Full of stones. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you so, were dying on the inside, quite literally. Oh my uh, god! Well, I spent about twelve hours in the emergency room where, where they where, where they forgot about me uh, what? <gasps> and, and didn't put me in the. Uh, uh, That's some didn't you were get, in didn't pain. get me up into the room. Yeah. Holy shit! Because right? yeah. they were so busy. I don't want to say what hospital. No, I was, yeah, it was. I no, no, ask no, 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 no. I was tempted to ask you. But I'm, I'm like, still oh my fixated god, on the necrotic go? gallbladder. Well, well, but well, the uh, the uh, the the diverticulosis yeah. was too far down to see with an endoscopy oh, and geez. too far up to see with a colonoscopy. Oh. And what's fun is to wake up getting a colonoscopy you didn't know <laughs> you were going to get when you when you passed out. <laughs> the yeah. camera. So there's, I woke up watching the, this TV. Yeah. I'm like, this like, that's is a, a terrible movie. show. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, that's me. And then there are two women behind me with, with the rotor rooter. <laughs> and I'm like, and I couldn't. I was drugged up enough that I couldn't really form words. So I'm, I'm trying to ask questions, but it's just coming out. It's ah, ah, ah. oh my. And at God. one point, I'm like, I just should shut up because this uh, is starting to sound like I'm enjoying this. <laughs> so I should just shut up and ask questions later. Journey when I can to the form center words. of the earth. Yes, journey basically. to the center of Nick's like colon. The, the fantastic voyage. Well, I, this is what a lot of a lot of the 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 gore stuff doesn't bother me as much because they. I the, there was a bleeding ulcer in my diverticulosis. Yeah, because oh. uh, which for what people uh, to explain what it is, it's a it's a growth on your intestine. Yeah, yeah. growth on your intestine that had uh, a little pocket where things yep. get in and get, start get, to gather. Yeah, 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 yeah. infected. Yeah. So there's only one place where that blood can come out. Oh. So and I thought at one point I was going to die. 
And uh, because of this, you smile the whole time you're talking. Yeah, I smile because it was this weird slapstick. Smile, though your heart is breaking. I I tell the story every once in a while. Smile, though your ass is bleeding. (laughs) Well, they actually, with the the first surgery that they did, they they uh, put me in a a gurney, and you think I was telling a story the other day. I should probably stop telling people this story because it grosses them out. But no, you're on the uh, right place, man. It's all good. But you in in any movie or anything, you. in pre-op, mm-hmm. you think that it, you you see that it's this bright, sterile place. Yeah, where they they wheeled me into somebody's office, oh, and they put the gurney, they tilted the gurney up mm-hmm. in an effort to keep the blood from running out of me. Oh God! And I'm sitting there in somebody's office, looking at their beds, their uh, their Red Sox banners, and there's a screensavers of their kids, kids and everything kids, yeah. on there, and and thinking, hang in there. And I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, like basically. The hang in, the hang, the the kid, the hang in there. I was thinking, this is where I die, right? This is how it I ends. I die in this office. I die today here. With, my, yes, with the gurney tilted yeah. up to keep the blood from, from coming, coming out, out of, of your ass. Uh, and, and I thought this, it was, a lot of this was just such slapstick to, to me going yeah, through it. Yeah. I couldn't help but, but laugh. Like, this is how fragile humanity is. That, yeah. that was, so, that was another, that was sort of an epiphany I had during that, that, that a lot of, of what I, I'm a big fan of comedy. A lot of comedy is is how we, how fragile we are, sort yeah. of philosophically, and that. But but a lot of horror is how is dealing with how fragile we sure. are as human beings and how how quick it, it can all right Just- end in the different ways. So that that it's harder to gross me out, but some of the. Some of the surgery stuff still still will get yeah me. yeah yeah it sticks in your craw <laughs> yes I <laughs> literally <other> places. <laughs> wow yeah wow jeez so, so that's the experience I'm bringing to watching Human Centipede yeah <laughs> I was not grossed out at all by like Human Centipede my 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 surgery story is more like the dark half so uh-huh. um, I had an ovary removed maybe about six months after my son was born uh, so that would have been twenty three years ago okay. And I was I was young, and I had a dermoid cyst mm-hmm. uh, on my ovary, and it was actually quite large from what I was told. And I wanted to keep it too because it was growing a system of hair and teeth, and <laughs> it's <gasps> apparently this kind of a cyst is something that you have from birth. Your hair and teeth. I could have. Oh man. I could very well. I, wanna, have, I gotta like look up a picture of that. Hang on. I, I could very well have you know. Because twins run in my family, so yeah. I could have very well been a twin, and just you were kind growing of, a twin. No, I could have like absorbed my twin, absorbed a twin oh, into was, my over, and that was like the dark half moment that I was the Stephen the, King where he has wow. you know in his brain the dark half. But what, what's the movie where the the guy is is growing like the little face on his shoulder? Oh. Uh, um, I didn't watch it too long ago. I think it was actually on, uh, and it talks right. Yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah. it like possesses yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's oh, it's a it's it's a, it's a classic, and it was just on. It was just. Sorry, on my, I'm looking at the pictures. Are you of looking this. at my my? Ovary? I'm just looking at pictures of ovary. Uh, I've been of, rocking of, one ovary for the past ter- twenty three years. A teratoma of a tumor that can grow teeth, hair, and bones. That is nasty. Yeah, that was inside. From me. here, it looks There's like a eyeball. chocolate sundae. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little the marshmallow on Nick. Oh, it's a tooth, not a marshmallow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's like pustard. He's cute. Pustard. <laughs> like, what is pustard? Oh, when we were talking about the, the, the horror gourmet episode where we were talking about food and horror and we were talking about um, 
uh, uh, Dead Alive, the uh, the custard scene in Dead did Alive. You, see? Did you see mm. the one with the bright blue the, eye? The eye yeah. It's a, a tumor with a little bit of hair on the back, and it's just got a bright blue eye in it. That's is I don't know if that. I don't is that know if real? That's real? I don't that, think that that can't be real. But for those of you, you know, who knew me when I was younger, saw some kind of strange behavior every so often, it could very well have been my uh, <gasps> my right ovary that Look, was doing the talking at the time. And teeth. That's so fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's crazy. That looks like something you'd that's see too much. on grandma's. You know, in a, in in the, a glass, in, glass. In, a, in the glass, in, in grandma's the, nightstand. Like, in hold on while I get my tea. My God, we are just all over the place That's today. That's all right. It's okay. It's, it's all right. I, I'll That's blame it happens. on me. I'm no. A, I'm, I'm, the Department of Tangents has entered the yes. building. Yes, we are. Well, the reason why the, the Department of Tangents starts with with uh, getting together with friends, and you would. Uh, this, this sort of, of this sort of imp- yeah. the, well, it's an improv game yeah. of which what superhero would you be? And oh, I would I've be questions for you guys. I would wait. be tangent lad. What what and what I would kind have... of what kind of tumor would I be? <laughs> oh no, you wait. I would have hair and teeth. You must. <laughs> of course, you'd have, I would have teeth. Hair. You'd have teeth. I'm more of a sebaceous cyst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a zit. Get it? <laughs> I'm a fibroid. <laughs> All right. So do we want to dive right in here? So, so Nick, what other movies did you uh, watch? Well, this week I, I watched Human Centipede and yes. I had yep. really no interest in seeing it before you, you had mentioned that. It, that uh, that we would probably go there. That we'd go there. And I watched American Mary. Yeah. Oh, okay. cool. Which yeah. I had seen. I watched seen, American which Mary. Which I Planned to see at one point, but I, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, it, uh, I, I put it on my list for this week. Those are the only two that I, I managed to watch completely. I started to watch Rabid. Um, oh. Which is because because yep. the the topic David is surgery. Cronenberg. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot that that has consistent surgeon surgery throughout. Yeah. that I saw there's a lot. That's that why I kind of like moved surgery. into surgeries and then kind of like morphed into medical monstrosities as as a result of surgeries. You know, like Frankenstein's monster and oh, that's definitely a surgery movie. Yeah, and that's a surgery movie. Yeah, that's a surgery movie. American Mary has surgery through it. Human Centipede has surgery through it. Then Reanimator. Yeah, Reanimator has. I love Reanimator. Uh, yeah, I ta- I, wa- I rewatched Reanimator. Well, your dear wife Melissa talked about Dead Ringers, which mm. is actually more gynecology than, yes. than surgery. Which uh, I haven't watched that in a, in a couple years. Uh, I was going to watch it for this, but uh, I was trying to focus more on the surgery of, right. of it. But yeah, well, yeah. Anytime a, a doctor is such a perfect model for a villain right in a horror they movie they take an oath but you know well because you're supposed to trust them yeah. and, and to the point where you're unconscious while they cut you open and right and uh but in the dead ringers case uh you trust them with <laughs> with uh something a bit different yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that actually brings me to American Mary. So when I yes. think about the 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 hoo ha, <laughs> the uh, in one of the body modifications in, in the a, the, the, call the, it in by its medical name. It's Cooter. Cooter. Yeah, Cooter. Yeah, Cooter. I prefer Lagoon of Mystery. <laughs> I grew, you know, I grew up in a rural area, so Cooter was just the guy who fixed your car. <laughs> My 
cooter itches. <laughs> you know, well, you would you well, you could get him some cream there. Mock cooter stew, which is I think a what is that a mud honey album as well? Yeah. <laughs> mm. So American Mary, the the one the big surgery that she does, or the one surgery that like really kind of kicks things off for her. It's a tipping point. Is yes, is uh, there's a there's a character who wants to be unsexualized. She's this beautiful blonde woman. She's a, a fashion designer mm-hmm. and um, real doll, something real doll. And uh, she gets uh, connected to Mary, who – and this is funny because the the woman who plays American Mary was also in Ginger Snaps. She's the older sister from Ginger oh, Snaps. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. So Catherine Isabel, uh, who was in Ginger Snaps, plays the central character. And um, this is a movie that's uh, made by two women, Jen and Sylvia Soska. And uh, Tristan Risk, who uh, plays the part of Beatrice Johnson, um, she's also a pinup and burlesque uh, figure mm-hmm. in real life. Um, so she hooks uh, Mary up with who is a person who went to medical school. Um, she is basically raped at a party by one of her college professors in med school. Yeah, leaves med school. Um, I guess there's like film of all of this and a website, and it's 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 really terrible. She becomes very disillusioned and and fe- feels very betrayed by what's happened. Mm-hmm. So she ends up. Um, well, she she's uh, at the same time. Oh yeah, she she's finding it. that's one of the things I loved about this movie is right. about how plausible they make her story. In, oh yeah, in the, in the beginning, yeah. yeah, because she's a student, she's struggling, she can't afford. That's uh, right. So she goes to this this like roadhouse out in the middle of nowhere, right? Where is it, where they have a like an a underground stri- club? It's, a, it's an underground strip club, yeah. and she right. she was auditioning to to be a stripper, stripper there. Yeah. but then somebody uh, gets shot in the face or something. Yeah, like somebody that. needs yeah. medical attention, and they. She winds up making five thousand dollars to to perform this emergency emergency surgery on this guy, right? And it she leaves her resume on the floor. <laughs> oh, that's right. And oh, that's so right. she starts getting jobs, and it starts suddenly. She has a way to pay her rent, her rent right? yeah. and suddenly she's doing surgery before it's she's. Like- even like the guy in residency. Sebring. <laughs> okay. She went there. Go ahead and tell about the I, guy from Sebring. Yes, the guy The guy in the, the story we talked about this before. Yep, he, yep, he, we he, he went about. on the dark web and is ca- the castration fetish. Yep, yep. And lives the next town over from my parents. And, you know, he got caught like performing a castration on somebody in the guy's Wanted. testicles, testicles <laughs> in a pink Tupperware container. Yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Just Wanted. So, that's a, a thing. Friend. This you is You know, a thing. when you're making the kids lunch the next day, that's how he got caught. Like <laughs> label. You see, you got to label <laughs> your shit. You got to date and label that shit. Little Johnny uh, didn't bring a hamburger to school today like maybe you thought he did. Uh, we need to talk about his lunchbox. <laughs> um <laughs> You, I, so you know, when I when so I'm performing bad. when I'm performing castrations on people, you like know, you that I like that I do. meet on the dark web, you know, I find bento boxes are kind of like the best thing for that because then you can, you know, you, you, it's all partitioned. You, you can compartmentalize everything. There's but you have whole... to, but you have to date and label your shit. Right. Now, castration. That's right. There's a whole corner of the container store dedicated just to this. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> when you're doing a castration, it's just the testicles. It's not the penis. Also, no, no, it's just the testicles. But, you know, I mean, you know, there could be guys who want like the full eunuch thing. Yeah, I don't. Nick, is this making you uncomfortable at all? 
It's not a desire I have. Okay, you know, no. whatever your kink is, I'm not going to judge. We're not you know? going to kink shame. I don't. We're I don't know. My cousin. My cousin said, "Oh, so now we're kink shaming when, when I posted about this on Facebook." The next town over yeah. from my parents. Yeah. Nick beautiful, is not crossing his legs or turning away from us. Beautiful so Sebring, continue. Florida. If you want to get your nuts cut off, Sebring. <laughs> you can see the racetracks. <laughs> Go see the racetracks. Follow and the billboard. It's like south of the border. Like yeah, for miles the before from, this yeah, guy's south. house. It's just <laughs> like castration. Castration with it with like some, you know. Like, and there's just some and then like a big, jumping like over a, a big pink and, like set of nuts. got you down with googly eyes. Would you like eyes? to lighten your load? <laughs> Oh my God! Look yeah. no Feeling further. A little heavy down there. <laughs> there is this like oh Florida funny ad. Are you uh, it was tired like a- of sitting on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to avoid man spread on the tea? <laughs> Are they dropping into the toilet when you sit down? <laughs> Can you throw them over your shoulder like a condom? Yeah, yeah, but- Sebring. That's where we do your balls hang down. (laughs) Sebring, Florida, ladies. You never need get up again. Home of the racetracks and and home castrations and home castrations. (laughs) Now that they sell the kit, the guy's business has gone down. Yeah, yeah. You can just get that shit on Amazon now. Yeah. So American Mary. (laughs) She does some extreme body modifications. I do believe she does flay someone's penis in as one of the body mods. She does something something and he gets it infected. He gets it infected because he fiddles with himself, even though she because he didn't think that she she had told him you can't have sex and and self abuse assumed that he would know know that that also means leave yourself alone. Yes. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. If you're gonna go there, there is a close-up shot of it. Briefly. Yeah, for like mm. real, for two seconds, there's a close-up shot of it, and I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. And I and I was like, you know what? I don't have time to to go back and forth with this because I was I was. Oh, actually, she's making brujol. Oh no, she's. In- <laughs> I was cooking dinner when this was all going on. Oh my god! Yeah, so I was making hamburgers, and, I, and that mm. comes on. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not rewinding. But I'll the body modification she makes is is desexualizing this woman. Yes, desexualizing. Yeah, so raising her. Up. Yeah, so she sews. She she takes off uh, so like she her can't nipples. stick a tube of lipstick in there no, like Linnea. No, yeah. no, no, and, and sews up her cooter. So okay. yeah, so she gets sewn up, and so she's like a Barbie doll. Yeah, and so she wants to be seen as a non-sexual. She doesn't want to be seen as a sex object. Okay, so that this is what she does. All right, and and. Which, you know, it ties into the ending, which you will, we might talk about. I don't know if we will, but um, see the movie. It's actually, I thought it was, I liked it. I thought it mm-hmm. was well done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I, the ending is, is a little uh, strange yeah, for me because I, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we want to spoil it, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the ending sort of was supposed to No, we've talked about endings before. Yeah, I, so, so what ends up happening is that the husband of the woman who becomes desexualized through this extreme body modification comes back and kills Mary. And okay. she's on, on the, she, you see her on the floor and the detective that's been so, okay, so let's go back to the, so she gets raped by her uh, college professor in med school and she ends up and like, this is kind of, this is where I thought, okay, justice is being served. So she finds him and she keeps him in like this basement and, you know, 
hacks off his knees, you know, ha- you know, like hmm. amputates him, sews his mouth shut, hangs it's, him up yeah, from the yeah. very yeah. hooks. Scene. Okay. So if you've seen the cell with uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio right. and Jennifer Lopez from back at the time and like, you know, the guy has this like sensory thing where he's got hooks on his back. She does this to this guy. She's got okay. hooks on his back. He's, so he's hanging from these meat hooks. Um sews his mouth shut and, and like just punishes him continuously hmm. and you know it, in it because and I'm usually not into the her. torture porn thing but I mean I sort of you know this is watching as a survivor justice. I get it yeah, yeah. this yeah. is watching justice being served so it's watching yeah. it well it's justice in, in a way, way but it's also watching her become a monster yeah right she becomes yeah. a, a, a monster through, sure. through this by the end of this film she is is not yeah and I feel like we always victim, we always right? come yeah we come back to this like to how you know we talked about um in the origin story episode yes yeah talking about how trauma um you know creates the monster um whether it's, you know, psychological trauma or, you know, in some cases, you know, physical, physical sexual. So, yeah. 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 Well, you can have sympathy for the way she she got there. But I think you have less sympathy for what she's doing by the end. Sure. She also becomes colder. Yes, right. she does. By the end she's and, no and longer more. the wide eyed ingenue. Yeah. You know, and now she's. Like, okay, yep, what are you getting? All right, get out. Well, because she's a real right. person with real problems at the beginning. She needs yeah. to yeah. pay her rent. She's trying to get through school. She wants to become something, mm-hmm. and people aren't letting her become so- something. She has problems even before you get to the the rape scene with with her professor being especially hard on her. We don't see him being hard on any other student. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's picking on her specifically. It's, so it seems targeted really at, at her. Yep. Uh, and we we see that uh, and in that They're party scene that later on that, that it, it, there's it's targeting women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that the basically it's a uh, systematic targeting yes. of, of of women and that. And we're sympathetic up to a point, and I think that scene where where she's got the the professor on the hooks, that's the tipping point. I think. We, where she she becomes less sympathetic yeah. because she's discovered. And, and that's her first non-vengeance kill. She's discovered with the body. And she so has to the, kill. a night watchman, come, you know, the, um, yeah. the security guard comes and finds her with uh, the body hanging there. And yes, she bludgeons him to death in that yeah. scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, OK, she's turned. At this point, she's kind of you see that she's turned. Yeah. Yeah, she she's bludgeoned. Yeah, because it's not that was not a precise kill. No. That was a rage. Yep. Right. Kill. Yep. Uh whereas with the professor who she has actually the personal history with. Right. She's very precise yep. with that. And yeah. she to the point where in the beginning of that scene, she comes in and she's talking about what well, what are we going to do today? This didn't work last week. That looks like, like that's yeah. getting infected. This is systematic. Very yeah. very systematic, yeah. very precise. And she becomes less so. Yeah. At that moment yep. in the in the movie. And they say that often happens with serial killers too. Like towards the end they get a little less uh you know like serial killers will often have like a very precise way that they do things yeah and then you start getting sloppy i think ted bundy had a quote about that you start you know getting sloppy or maybe you just you maybe you just get away with it for so long that you're not checking yourself as much well there was uh, i forget which uh it was a a tv show or a a movie some serial killer oh oh you know it it was um mind hunter which is fantastic if you've seen that Mm -hmm. 
I think one of the uh, the killers in that because the idea is that they yeah. it's the inception of the uh, of, of the, of the, the profiling term, yeah. profiling and the term serial killing. One of the one of the serial killers actually says, "Well, you eventually you want to get caught because you're just you're tired of yeah. outsmarting everybody all the time, right? Yeah. And you just want it becomes tedious, and yeah. you want to you want people to start seeing." What you've done, right? Which is not Mary in no, this at all. No, I don't think she that wants is. to continue doing the, this this kind of surgery. Well, I don't know. Do you think she wants to keep doing it? I, that's She's, a good. Qu- I was thinking that too. It's mm-hmm. like, does she want to keep doing it? It's like, what's the end game for her? I think. I think her death in the end was that that kind of had to happen because right. where do you go after this? Yeah, like there's no like you're stimulated up to this point. And that's like your vibration. That's where you're operating from. Right. Like, what do you do? Go go become a farmer somewhere after this? You know, you make all of your no, money. No, you don't. You, go you don't retire. Like, no, you know, you don't. Like, you don't go play golf. Yeah. Well, we can see that she's not going back because there's no. uh, there's the one scene where there's they, there's a young guy in there and, and she asks him what he wants. He's like maybe oh it's some tribal yeah. scarring and uh, a couple oh, piercings. Yeah. And she, she like, has, fuck you. She has <laughs> the uh, the bouncer who's great. He's I got, love He's him got a too. great. The yeah. bouncer has a great turn in the in this. Uh, she has the bouncer throw him out. I was like, what do I look like a piercing? What do you you know? You could get that anywhere. Yeah. That's right. not what I do. Right. You know, I do. She's got that inflated sense of herself. So yeah. she's sort of taken on the mantle uh, of of her professor by yep. that point. Yeah, she's got uh, the, yes. that. In, that arrogance that, to yeah, her at yeah, that again, point. and, and yeah. yeah, and that's that's what so many of you know the medical medical monstrosities are the result of that arrogance. That you know, I can I can fuck with the order of things. Yeah. You know, I, which is what Reanimator does so. Oh yeah, so well. Yeah, I love Reanimator. Have you seen Reanimator? No, oh, you guys have to talk Reanimator about is classic. Tell classic, me about classic, that. Classic, yeah. A very funny film as yeah, well. Yeah, it's it's also very funny. I mean, now, it's, who, if you who's who's uh, brainchild is this one? Uh, Stuart Gordon. Yeah, the, he's the uh, the the director. Is he the writer as well? I think so. Hang on, because that's yeah, it's very much, and it's Jeffrey Coombs or well, is it Combs or Coombs? I forget. How do you pronounce uh, I think it? It's Combs. Jeffrey Combs, right? Um, who plays the uh, the one of the best mad scientists? Yeah, it's fantastic. And Barbara um, Crampton is the. Uh, here, I'm bringing it up. Yeah, Jeffrey Combs as uh, Herbert West. Um, Based on the Lovecraft. Yeah. it's um, He's a young scientist. He has a good head on his shoulders and another <laughs> on the lab table in front of him. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's just so fucked up. It's really, really um, – it's very funny. Um, so he's invented this reagent which can reanimate. Um, deceased bodies, you know, so he's, you know, you know, fucking with the order of things. It's, you know, it's like Frankenstein. Um, let's see. So, you know, he's testing the, the serum on dead human bodies. Um, well, he's got a professor that says it's impossible to yeah. to. So there, it's very like, much well, parallel. Show you, yeah. It very oh, much yeah, parallels American Mary this. in that way. Right. I don't know if there's any if there are actually if there are any actual like tips of the cap in American in American Mary to reanimate. It wouldn't surprise me if the Soska sisters were. Now I fans. feel like oh, I want to see that one. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's a it's a classic. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted oh, to no, no. I mean, I'm the, just uh, it's um yeah it's it's yeah it's it's definitely sort of like a a classic you know 
uber bloody, um, but you know, comically bloody okay. tale of you know that's that that arrogance, yeah, you know, yeah. like and the same with like the fly. That's you know, yeah, which isn't yeah. quite surgery, but I do consider it it's a medical, medical monstrosity film. Um, you know, both the original and and then of course you know Brundlefly, who's you know my yeah, I love I love Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum. in the in the, in the that remake movie of that holds up. I watched it again, I think earlier this year or late last year. It holds up yeah. except for the computer that he uses. Yeah. I mean, that's the only, that's the only thing. But, but other, I mean, generally, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I can, I can, you know, keep the window suspended there, you know, and overlook that because, you know, Jeff Goldblum is so fantastic in that movie. But even, even the look and feel of everything else, the, sure. the effects, everything until he sits down at this green screen with yeah. a dose prompt and you're like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> With <laughs> MS DOS, like yeah, oh no, yeah. blinky blinky, yeah. and you know everything's like on a dot matrix, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Let me just show you my plans for this. <laughs> In about five minutes, I'll have page one. And then- I had and then one you of those, tear it off. Rip. I had one of those pre, the, those printers in, in college that, with the uh, the spindle. Oh yeah, and the die you had to tear Dot, you, had, yep. you had to tear the sides off of the sheet when you were done because the, the the holes in the spindle that would pull it there. The I, first yeah, the first database I worked I worked with the first CRM da- database, which was like back in the nineties, and it, yeah, and then it was attached to this dot matrix, and like it just took forever to like extract information. Yeah, but yeah, so. But Brundlefly is is sort of like, yeah, like here's this thing. Like I'm I'm going to be more more. I'm going to be superhuman. Um, but you know, no, you're not because now you 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 know you overlook yeah. the fact that there's a fly in there, right? And <laughs> well, when you try to be superhuman, you actually become on less donuts. than human, right? Yeah, mm. I mean that's really that's that's really what that is, you know. And you're puking on donuts before you eat them. Well, in Reanimator, it wasn't like he he failed in his science. It was just more like he was so arrogant he didn't think anybody could bring him down. And yeah, the science, you know, he he didn't. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't scientific hubris. Right. It was. No. Personal like just relationship, personal relationship. Ego yeah, stuff. ego. Yeah. It was all ego stuff. Total yeah. ego stuff. Well, you could say Frankenstein was sort of the same way. It's all, you know, it's, yeah. I think it's all ego when you're when you're trying to fuck with the with the order of things. Like it's almost like chaos magic. Well, you know? sure. I mean, I, I think Mary Shelley, she was like what 15 when she wrote that book. Mm-hmm. Uh, she really it released when she was like 18. I mean, think about being a girl back in that day. Sure. You know what that must have been like. So, of course, she's going to write about this character who's like totally, you know, feels like he's above, yeah. you know, God, you know, like who are you as a 15 year old girl? How many times have you said, who are you, God? You yeah. know, so you're not the boss of me. <laughs> yeah, and, and I hear that all to, the time. The human centipede. Oh, that was God. the other one that you mentioned oh, that, that God, you wanted to talk about today. Oh, that was that took up a couple pages in my notebook. I, mm, <laughs> you know, it was like, not, I didn't watch it originally and I had no plans to watch it because it seemed like a stunt kind of. Thing it, to me. Yeah. Well, sure it is. It is. Yeah. It's it, it's yeah. like what's what's the most disgusting thing you can come up with? And yeah, let's let's sew three people together. Yeah. And, well, apparently, Tom, ass to mouth. Tom Six was ATM. Yeah, Tom Six. <laughs> <laughs> to ass to mouth. I know. It's like you never go ass to mouth. <laughs> hey, before we get to the restaurant, I gotta go to the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the two people in this car have completely different references for... (laughs) 
<laughs> be careful who you're talking to. <laughs> this shit got banned in the UK. All right. It totally got banned in the UK. Yeah. But the doctor, oh, you were going to talk about yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tom, Tom Six was the guy who, he wrote it, direct. I, I'm thinking, yeah, you had to have written and directed and done all this shit yourself because no one's no one, going no to be on board hey, with that shit. You guys want to make a movie with me? <laughs> what about guys so hey, I got this idea. <laughs> I got this idea. Let's be in this movie. And it's about people being sewn ass to mouth. <laughs> and why, actually, did, why did you whisper ass to mouth? <laughs> just say it, man. Ass well, to mouth. Because because relish, when they went, relish each syllable. Ass to mouth. <laughs> ATM. As <laughs> So as they uh, as they Hashtag were looking, ATM. they were looking for financiers, financiers to uh, to help back the movie. <laughs> that is the one detail that they left out. This is a, a movie about extreme body modification, but they left out Astabel. Yeah. So they didn't <laughs> they didn't tell them that. <laughs> and, by uh, and the if way, you were, if you were a bank, would you, you imagine, give them money? I mean, can you imagine like being a, like you, you bankrolled this and then you find out what it is and. Mm, I be like, I don't know. Like, Who is the loan way, officer for this? This movie is nowhere near as transgressive as Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh no, no, no it's not. The, it's not. Actually, it's pretty nice fairly about, standing. Yeah, standard kind of. Yeah, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, and right. they and they don't show. You know, like you think about it, and so I'm not giving anything away. If you're asked to mouth with somebody, and for extended period of time, and the person you know that you're attached to, Defecates. they eat. Yeah, yeah the, you know, there's poop involved, and there's you know blood and all this other stuff. They don't really get too crazy with the uh-huh. with the shitting and the. I, Bleeding. I, I like right. how you assume we all know what happens. We all know when, what happens when, you when, you, when you've got your mouth <laughs> sewn to yeah. somebody's asshole. I'm not asshole. giving away any secrets I mean, you kind of know what's coming. <laughs> it's like we're all adults here. <laughs> but, you know, so <laughs> we all know what happens. He eats a we bunch of how, corn. You know, <laughs> we all know how this goes, guys. You know, <laughs> but but yeah. So and and I love how you're holding Eugenia yeah, while you're like you know, Eugenia is kind of like the support. Doll. She's like my baby. She's while you're like while you're talking here. about you yeah. know waking up, you know you've 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 had too much to drink, and you wake up and you've got your mouth sewn to somebody. Oh, exactly. No, 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 no. We're good, Eugenia. You be quiet. Uh, yeah. So. I, and that's you know, I mean, just speaking as somebody in in recovery, um, that plays to a, a definite. Fear as as a woman and as as you know someone someone who abused substances and you you put yourself you 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 know you you can put yourself into some pretty precarious situations dire situations where you know but I mean fortunately for me you know the worst thing was like you know waking up somewhere and then like all right where am I I'm gonna look on this table and see if there's like a bill here so I know what. <laughs> Address, so I know the, the nearest tea station, as I am telling on myself here. But um, but yeah, I mean, you wake up and like, oh my god, you're that that when that movie first came out and they were showing that scene of her coming to and she's like, you know, like that like 
deeply That's, spooked me. Oh, that is scary. Waking up and not knowing where you are or, you know, going somewhere you're on vacation and you wake up and you wake up in a strange place. You wake I mean, up in a bathtub full of ice and your kidney's well, gone. <laughs> that's, well, well, that's what surgery is. You're yeah. volunteering yeah. because you want something, uh, you're trying to change something about yourself. You're volunteering to go to sleep for a little while and wake up and hopefully somebody else has changed it. Yeah. But you, but, you know, you, you likely don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Like they were trying to explain my surgery to me, the the gallbladder surgery, you know, but before I was going to go under, you know, I was thinking sometimes this stuff happens on an emergency basis, you know, and, and they're trying to give you really important information when you're not really in a headspace to understand it. So you that's don't really know yeah. when you're going to, when you wake up, what's, what that's going to be like. Yeah. Right. What body part am I missing when I yeah. wake up? What's, what part of yeah. me is like gone, you know? Phone, wallet, keys, is everything you know, here? Sir, I, yeah. I've never really, I mean, I, I've i never had, I've had, um, uh, you know, s- stuff with, uh, with my, with my, with my girls here, um, but not like super invasive. You know, I remember they took out like, you know, the potato gun, you know, and they, oh, and they, yeah, they yeah. zap they, it and they, they take the little, you know, they, they take biopsy, a little sliver yeah, of the yeah. biopsy yeah. with the, they, I called it the potato gun. Cause that's kind of what it felt like, you know, all of a sudden you go, and they're taking out this like little, this core, like this, you know, it's like a potato yeah. gun. And yep. is that, that's like the most, well, well, no, the, the, the worst thing I had was, um, I had, a. A staff infection. Oh, I, had, I think that would be a great name for a punk band. Staff infection. I'm sure. It's it's, already sure I'm sure. It. I'm sure. Yes. And it's got to be a punk band that that's like a like a, a group of nurses or accountants, somebody who work that all work at the same place. Staff infection with like an umlaut over the a. Staff infection. No, you know what? Everybody does it over staff. the vowel. Put it over the f. Put it over. Yes. Make it an f. Staff infection. Staff infection. No, but in this yeah, case, in this case, it's in this a case, staff infection. because it's ironic because they all work at the same place. Yes. So it's staff. So I infection. had this. I had staff. this growth under. This is when I was a teenager in high school. So I had like. You know, and first, did a line come out of it? Like toward because usually with a staph infection, it'll if there's like a wound and then there, there's, there's like this line of red that goes away. From I it. didn't really get a good look at it at first. I just thought it was swollen glands because I get those all the time. And I actually, that's not the, actually I have had procedures done when I was like in fourth grade. I was always I always had like swollen glands and I had to like go in and they had to like put stick these tubes in my in my salivary glands and like that that was and gross. drain them. Yeah, it was gross. But so I just figured this was you know swollen glands until it started turning. Turning purple, and it was like became like this mass under my ear, and it Did had it to start be talking. It had to be lanced and drained. Oh my god! And so, <laughs> did you call it Lance? I should have. I should have. But then you know, I had to care for it afterwards. So I had like this pocket of flesh, and I had to like take a Q-tip. I don't know. You, you might. Still I'm look, see it. I might see the scar. Yeah. There's a scar right there. And so that's it's when like you line. decided that's where you're going to keep your lipstick. Yeah. Right so now. that's where I was going to keep my lipstick. But you know, I, and. I had this huge bandage under my ear, and I remember going into school the next day with this bandage. And, you know, and I was a weird kid anyway. And and so, like, one of the popular girls was like, oh, my God, what happened? Are you okay? And it's like, I went into great detail about, like, <laughs> lancing and draining and, and how I had to stick this Q-tip. And, and it's like, I'm like, it's like a change purse. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so it just kind of solidified Why my reputation. Why did tell them you had a hickey or something? I know. Because <laughs> That's just not the way I work, dog. <laughs> when I had the, uh, the, the diverticulosis. Lanced and drained. They, I, went, I had to go back into the hospital drained. because the, uh, the, the wound had gotten infected. 
There's another thing about trust, about trusting the medical professionals. It was, you know, it's for, from my sternum to, to my waist. There's a scar there. Yeah. And it, this is another part of why it's so slapstick. I was sitting watching. Uh, I, I had a, when I, I, they had sent me home, and I'm sitting in a, in a chair, sitting up, watching yeah. movies, uh, and and I turn to Melissa, my my wife, and say, "Do you smell something?" Uh, <laughs> and like she's like, "No, I don't smell." He's like, "Something smells." I look down, and the, it's the like bandage, stomach acid. And oh, the, the bandage God. on my head tur- had Yellow. just turned like brown and oh, red, oh, and it, no. uh, so that the uh, the incision, which was a large incision, had gotten infected. And when they when they sat me down they laid me down on the, the gurney they're like oh well they're, they're just gonna use some disinfective the, the guy was squeezing my stomach like a oh, zit God. to push the infection out and i'm screaming because i i had just gotten out of surgery for this i'm like is this still there's wrong. gotta be some better way to clean this Drain out this. than, than no, you well, there's a whole thing on. on youtube where people like you, you can actually watch people like popping oh, yeah. like zits yeah. and cysts and you get like some kind of like enjoyment out of it I, I nope. guess I didn't enjoy it. No, not no, one bit. Not, not watching other people <laughs> having stuff popped. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't get. To, I didn't get to watch like whatever came out of yeah. my ear. But no. you know. you're extracting something gross. Yeah. You're, so the, I think it's a well. Okay. So it's it's cathartic in that bodies are gross. Well, I mean, it's cathartic. You know, this is, is a thing that but needs to just got. the bags body. of meat. I don't. That's that doesn't bother me. No. That doesn't no. bother me. Blood doesn't bother. A lot of that stuff doesn't bother me. I, I think I'm a frustrated surgeon or something. Maybe yeah. it's just the violation aspect. I, I just do my. I, I don't really do surgery. I just you know yeah. work with raw meat and stuff. And <laughs> you know, well that that's why this is uh, some of this stuff has sort of become p- funny to me because it's the concept that we are just all meat raw sacks. meat, yeah. and we have so many sort meat of bags, meat, meat bags, sacks, meat sacks. Every yeah. whatever you're doing during your during your uh, an average day. Or you sit down and you talk to somebody in there and you talk philosophy or you talk your love of, of, of music or comedy or art or whatever you, you love in your life. And, and then all of that is attached to the idea that we're just bags of meat and yeah. the bags of meat are very fragile and mm-hmm. and you can, you know, you you can talk about all your great plans on your phone while you're driving and, and then, 10 seconds later you're you know right it's the great equalizer yeah, you right? guys make fun of my we croak app but you know it, it it's it's nice to get those like periodic reminders remember you're going to die you're one day you will die one day you will die or one, or at least have something like spill out of you <laughs> so in in human centipede you were talking about how they didn't tell them that that the investors. Oh yeah, oh, they didn't right, tell right, the investors right, right. about. That's like, what this the was about. Ass to mouth. And <laughs> Hashtag ATM. <laughs> but this this you might all... have to rename the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the 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 so so the other the other piece of that. Thank you, Nick, for bringing it back around. Yeah. Um, the, He's a pro. You can tell. Uh, okay, so this was this inspired. Is from somebody who has so many who goes on so many tangents. Myself, I have to learn to to pull bring it myself back. back. Uh, we've, yeah, we've, we've mostly it been pretty in. good at pulling yeah. things back. All right. So anyway, yeah. Investors. So the, the so what they so so Tom Six and his buddies were watching a news story, and it was about a child molester, and they and they were like thinking of ways that they would like oh that child molester deserves to have his ass his his face sewn to an overweight trucker's behind. 
Huh. And mm-hmm. so that's where the concept, and they're like, So oh. again, it's like kind of a justice thing. Like, except- yeah, except they're like, hey, this sounds like a good movie. Let's do it. You uh-huh. know, and then they that's, that's where they went with it. And I was just... That's somebody with gumption because they're probably not the first ones who came up with that idea. They're probably two guys watching this and say, you know what? That guy deserves like, and then they just sat on the couch. They were just the, they were just like maybe stone. Hey man, you know, I would totally sew that guy's face. They're just more organized. Literal ass to mouth, dude. Dude, I would totally sew that child molester's face to a fat trucker's ass. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why was, that, why was that on your mind, man? Why a trucker? Why? Oh, man. I think I got to call the guy. Hold on. Trucker you know? eating a whole bunch of handicapped pub fries oh, you know, and Slim Jims. The, the first, uh, the first <laughs> victim is a trucker. That's right. Right. That's right. That is right. So there you and go. He had to, and he was not the right type. He had to go. And yeah, he was running out. It, well, and, and we first see him somehow. You're uh, not a match. He do, says what you're is not it, a match. Uh, what, what is his, the doctor's name? Uh, well, the D- Dieter Laser is the Dieter, uh, Yeah, we should talk guy. about the name Dieter, Dieter Laser. Dieter Laser. <laughs> Dieter Laser. I'm fairly, he's so, he's he's pretty wonderful in that role. And also Dieter Laser is the, is the most German name, I think. I'm fairly sure I've seen him in the background of Sprockets. I, I you know what? I um, looked. Now up. is the time on Sprockets when, when we sew your mouth to someone's ass. <laughs> Sketch was very different in the early <laughs> runnings of SNL. So Dieter Lisser, I was I was trying to Yavol. look up all these actors, and I'm like, damn, like is this career suicide or you know, like what do you do after, after Human Centipede? I you, was the middle segment of Human centipede. centipede, and it's like, oh, you know. Tell us uh-huh. what you've done. Like, well, the doctor, he was in his late 60s when this came out. And yeah. he's, seven, he's 77 now. I looked up because I, I was like, fascinated <laughs> by, by his Dieter Laser. Dieter and, how, Laser. and he's actually kind of a warm looking gentleman yeah. uh, when, when you see him outside And he role. was genuinely sad about the three dog. You know, I mean, he, he was sad about three dog. And, and that's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's why he's sad when the... Uh, when the head of the centipede yeah. commits suicide yeah, right. as well, because it reminded him of his, his of dog. Tree dog. And I will say this. Dreihunsen. Yeah, Dreihunsen. I have, <laughs> I, I love my animals. I've had many of them die on me and I've never thought know, about, I'm so uh, sorry. S- about sewing someone together to replace them. No, no, no. I love Mephisto, but I'm not going to, you know. Drug people and make a human. No, no. So this brings me. There's to this no apostrophe question. in that name, Mephisto, right? No. Okay, Emmy. Okay. He's just Mephisto. So, <laughs> no. so if you had to perform revenge surgery oh, on Jesus. someone, what revenge surgery is? So think of somebody that you despise, and what would you do to them if you could like wish bad surgery on them? God. Yeah. I'm in a place Jesus now where Christ. I've been, where I've, I'm trying to be positive and not have revenge thoughts about anybody. So I don't know what I would say to to this particular question because I would I would rather I've, I don't know who who is so evil and beyond redemption that this is what you would resort to. Yeah. Well, and I'm also a, a big believer in the threefold law. You know, I just, oh, yeah, it'll come putting, back to you. putting that, putting that kind of, I mean, you know, and as, as sick a fuck as I am, you know, like 
I, I, I just, and you know, I am a believer in chaos magic and, and, um, and threefold law and, and I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I can answer that question without. Everybody is taking the high road. With we're this we're taking the high road. I mean, honestly, yeah, because I mean, you know, it's fun to talk about like our horrible surgeries and medical procedures and these like fucked up movies, <laughs> but like, you know, I think that's the, you know, that's the difference, you yeah. know, like, like when, when it comes to actually like, would you you do this well no no i wouldn't i wouldn't well one i also of the think movies, it's a maturity thing too one <laughs> of the movies that, that you brought up yeah that we didn't discuss we didn't watch that uh, yes. I, I wasn't able to find was the thing with two the heads thing with two, yes it was the ray Milland and rosie greer right. where, the, where the racist gets his head oh sewn on the, the black yes. man's body yep yep holy shit yeah i haven't seen I, that i was i was decades. wanting i, I might be down that. for something like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. A little poetic justice that way yeah yeah i i, I I did think about this question and I did not take the high road. <laughs> so I, I can. Turn. In the fucking hippie did not take the high I road. I did not take the high road because I think, you know, it's you can be you can be peaceful. So, you know, I, I always kind of think of myself and people who know me in other ways don't think of me this way. But I'm a little bit angry all the time. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, and, and that's you hear that from pacifists all the time. Yeah, right? oh, somebody sure. was in an interview with a, with somebody of a, a peace protester in like Progressive Magazine years ago, where they, where he said, "I'm a pacifist because I'm a violent son of a bitch." I yeah, I have sometimes I get very very rage, wrathful, yeah. and rageful, and I think things that you know. I, sure, and I'm always. Um, negotiating with myself we've got to we've got to bring this down right we can't you you can't live like you that. can't you can't you live can't. with that anger um but if i were to think of uh people and yes i i actually do have um a list and sometimes <laughs> if i have um, if i'm having a bad she week is making a list you actually said that like we asked the question yes i do Checking have a list like we like in your head somewhere we're interrogating you yes yeah. i do have a list Gonna that's fine i don't know what that has to do with anything but sure mouth i have a list is going to get sewn to a trucker's ass <laughs> but you know i i've that got classic tv thing in my head i have the fuck you firing squad okay and so you know in my head I have all these people lined up that have like done something to me. Mm-hmm. It could be like the guy who like cut me off or it could be somebody personal in my life or somebody's done so and I think fuck you and fuck you and fuck you especially fuck you yeah and okay. maybe not you so much and fuck you because you know that person and I know you know better and fuck you you know so you go through all those right. people but you might want to edit some of this. <laughs> So I could probably come up. I can't think of a target for it, but I could probably. Come oh, I could up come with, up with like some fucked with, up shit. But. With, yeah, I could come oh, up please. with some some. Some people deserve a curling iron in the ass. They really do. <laughs> Switch that shit on and walk out of the room. Tie him to the bed. You know. <laughs> we got to talk about what's going to get edited out of you're this. Just gonna, post. You're just going to. That's just. That's not safe from a, a fire perspective. I don't want to do that. That's. <laughs> If you're, you've got to take care if you're going to do this kind of stuff. If the fire marshal comes to your execution, he's going to shut you down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have yep. to be face down. If that, if, yeah, okay. if that, and I'm assuming it's going to be a he. <laughs> <laughs> in that, in that case. Oh, man, uh-huh. this just went to a really you've, dark place. You've been violating some Well, the dark kids. places are, are, are fun to go to. Oh, that's sure. why That's yeah. why we're here, right? I yeah. never, I mean, uh, and I never go there. No. Yeah, well, no. Well, I mean, in your line of work, you you, you know, you, you don't. Love and light. 
you don't you don't go there. <laughs> and, no. you know, and I I I work, you know, for a, a kids theater company. And, you know, most of the time, you know, you don't go there. No. <laughs> but you know, with my coworkers, that's sort of a different thing. Yeah. It doesn't mean we don't have these thoughts, but, you know, most importantly, we don't act on them. No. So, again, those of you out there, they're clutching their pearls at the words flying out of my face at this moment. Take <laughs> they're not heat. listening by now. Okay. It's, yeah. Yeah. The pearl clutchers aren't. Are, are, no, yeah. The pearl oh, clutchers. Yeah, we lost them we, yeah, we, 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 you know, Well, we lost, we lost a lot of the pearl clutchers at the, the menstruation episode. <laughs> Menstruation. Menstruation. <laughs> wow. Yeah, plug so it guess, up. Plug it up. I guess there's a graphic novel of human centipede. You don't really need it. Plug it up. <laughs> 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 plug it up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of parodies, there is a porn movie called <laughs> Human Sexipede. Oh, of course there is. And that's hashtag ATM. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there is a South But they Park. aren't sewn together. They no, just, that's just No, that's it's a, uh, the – I'm sorry. I'm somebody like, just finds did them. You, did you like, watch this? Or? No, oh, I right. did not. Somebody just turns the basement lights on and they scurry. Like, oh, we didn't realize you were home. <laughs> <laughs> centipedes and centipedes are really awful. Can I just say, I like, I, I, I don't, bugs don't really like frighten me, but like a centipede will make me like scream, vomit, cry. Well, That's what I call it. Scream, vomit, cry. You, and they have all those weird. legs. And, you know, and I live in a house with two cats and I can say the only thing worse than finding a centipede is finding half a centipede. Uh, we have you know, some. Pretty fierce hunters we have, uh, in our house. We I know, have, like Mephisto or Foot Foot has, like you know, ingested half a centipede, and yeah. Anyway, well, Tom Six wants to make um, a movie, another movie, because there's like two. This was like the first one. There's two more, but he wants to do one with possibly starving Africans that get sewn together and they solve. What the fuck? Isn't that terrible? And then no. and the other the other option he was thinking of was aliens connecting all of the humans to each other. Well, that I can go with. I can run with that one, but not that other one. No. What is his point for the first one? <laughs> is the point just, just the, the, like the how terrible that idea is or is there something that... In perfect harmony. Is there something he's trying to... I don't know. I'd like to sew it everyone's was a- mouths to their asses. Mm-hmm. All right, never mind. Now, well, see, there's does. another one he hasn't explored. So, yeah. sewing your own mouth to your own ass. Yeah, that's I've got. That's like could, an Ouroboros, right? The mm. the the snake that eats its own tail. That's sure. infinity, right? Yeah, that's the it. Nautilus. Yeah, <laughs> but it's um, not the snake that eats its own poop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. I'm not sure there's a mythological. Although when you get into some of these myths, they're, they're not as clean as everybody. Oh no, myths, no. Uh, no, myths, myths and folklore. Grimm's fairy tales. Like the fairy tales are some fucked up if you, stuff. If you or... want to read a, a great book, uh, The Bone Mother by David Demchuk. Okay. I just read that. I interviewed him on my, my podcast, uh, and he talks. He gets into to uh, European folklore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. In, Norwegian. In, 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 uh, yeah. The the Norwegians have some like mess up like myths and legends and then you know i'm also uh, a a student of um irish and uh and english um you know bogarts and and uh brownies and 
Japanese Silkies. Uh, folklore is interesting as well. I wrote a story. The Water Horse. That I submitted to an anthology. It didn't get. I'm. Uh, it didn't get chosen. But I wrote a, a, a story about the Umi Bozu. Oh. Uh, which are these drowned monks? Is what they're 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 supposed to be. There's these they're these humanoid creatures that live in the ocean, and destroy ships on clear days. Like they're they might be harbingers of storms to come, but they usually attack on a clear day. They're these. They're anywhere from whether they say like twelve feet tall to thirty feet tall. My I made mine bigger because in my story they attack battleships in the Pacific uh, during World War II. Oh wow! Um, but there are the ideas. They appear out of the the ocean and. Uh, they they call all the sailors to the deck and drown them one by one in a barrel in front of all the others, Ugh. and also make them do some other things in some different variations of the myths. But we'll let you search that yeah. on your own. But they're these terrible creatures. They they appear during the daytime mm-hmm. in the in the bright clear sun, and yeah. they're these giant obsidian humanoid creatures. It's just that 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 uncanniness of yeah yeah that. Yeah. That creature doesn't belong in that environment. A right. humanoid creature shouldn't pop up from out, out of the, the ocean. Sea. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I was, and and I was thinking talking about one of one of the stories in I think it's a it's a Welsh or it's it's called a kelpie and it's the water horse, and there's you know one of the stories is you know children playing on the on the beach and this horse shows up and they all start climbing up on the horse and then and one kid stops doing it and he notices that the horse is getting longer and longer as more and more kids are jumping on. It's back, you know, and the Kelpie will like then charge into the water and then the children's livers will wash up on the shore. It's the Kelpie. Right until that last second, that was an Old Spice commercial. (laughs) 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 And then there's a liver on the beach. Yeah. That's really specific. Why would the liver just be left behind? Because you know, the liver, you know, processes it's all the, the toxins. It's the filter, and you know, maybe I like you don't want to eat. The, I hate liver. I like oh. liver. I'd eat the liver. I'm not an organ. Not their meat. liver. I mean, just like no. liver. But yeah, organ meats are very good for you. Okay. Well, then, well, then maybe that's you know, the kelpie is just not very healthy. It's eating all the children. But he doesn't need. And then he doesn't need a spitting liver. Spitting up their livers. He doesn't need their liver. And then that gets turned into somewhere. There's probably a children's toy named Kelpie. The, Kelpie. The water the horse. The water horse. <laughs> I think there is a film like about the water horse, but I don't know that it gets into well, the, I, water. the ring. A lot of those stories. A lot of those stories were were stories that you told the children to get them to stay in line. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what, witches. You know, the witch, the bog witches. What and, was the German book? This Strumpwelter or Strump? I'm butchering the name of it. It was. This the is original, a whole other episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, yeah, we can go. I, I, if you look it up, the 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 uh, the original title of it was some. At least according to Wikipedia, I haven't done that deep a search of it. Was something like. Twelve tales about children who do this and that and the other thing. Yeah. If, if, yeah. It was like oh, a, yeah. a thirty-word title, and they're like, you know what? We've got a probably the person who designed the cover was like, no, they're gonna scare those Morgan, little kids. You've got two words. Yeah, we've got to we've got to shrink this down. You <laughs> can't, can't, and plus they'll never they'll never put the title and in the you New know, York Times. They don't have that kind of literature these days, like to make kids behave themselves. Yeah, no, I mean that's yeah. Like, Johnny's going through some things. We just leave him alone. You know, it, it's like, you know, I think we might need to have some. We might need to talk about, like, the Kelpie. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you know, you know, what was kind of funny about with Human Centipede is that they had, you know, like, 
four different languages going on in mm-hmm. that movie. They had that was know, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So they made sure the Japanese guy was the head of the centipede and could speak. Mm-hmm. The girls before they got their mouths sewn to asses, they yeah. they they were speaking English. Yeah. And then after that, they were speaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then you they had- were speaking ATM. <laughs> Very sensitive portrayal of their language after that point. Great. It wasn't quite that fast. It was almost like Kenny. Hashtag ATM. It was more like... <laughs> yes. Exactly. Sorry. Oh, no, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Those <laughs> bastards. He killed Kenny. Actually, South Park did a, a parody of that. It was called A Human Centipod, where um, <laughs> Stan Broflovsky, uh you know, signs that he agrees to this Apple user agreement on his iPad and then, you know... Horror ensues for and him. And that's the great thing about South Park. They, the reason why the animation is so rudimentary is that they can, like, jump on a trend and, like, churn out an episode about it almost immediately. Uh, I think they're they're super yeah. switched on. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, what, you know, that's why that's, they're, they're going into something they're like a 23rd or 24th season yeah. coming up. Yeah. They they're up just, there. Yeah. yeah. One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> But yeah, so so anyway, there's like you know he he they purposefully had those language barriers going on just to kind of compound that feeling of discomfort, you know. So <laughs> the feeling of discomfort, discomfort. yeah, in, in through the movie. Well, you know? I think it also uh, another uh, maybe smaller purpose of that was that that he he didn't have a type of person that he was targeting. Mm-hmm. He did reject the trucker, right? Yep. Uh, but he didn't, there wasn't he was in like the a, running. it could yeah. be, he was in the run, I guess, but it could have been, uh, literally it, it could have been, it could have been anyone yeah. in that, right. in that you're not safe wherever you are. Right. Well, I mean, it goes back to what we were saying, you know, it was like, this is a way of him bringing different cultures together. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, he was a, he it's was the a danger of it, multiculturalism. It was like the equal opportunity <laughs> ATM. Uh-huh. We take everybody. This is what people don't know is this is what the Tower of Babylon originally looked like. It's just people stacked on each other. So and then it was separated. So we don't realize that there's, you know, there's a silver lining to the story about how we were separated. Huh? Um, yeah, 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 we can probably wrap it up now. Yeah, it's twelve thirty. Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of material to edit. <laughs> yeah. This was good. Well, the, the only other thing I, oh, yes. I didn't let's, bring up was okay. was let's talk uh, some more about this stuff. Uh, was Hannibal? Yes, Hannibal. The brain scene. Oh yeah, and we talked yep. about this in horror. horror gourmet. Gourmet. Yes. Yeah. Eating, eating, so that's feeding him his own brain. Yeah. Does that count in surgery? Oh sure. What's well, it's a medical yeah, abomination. Right. Yeah. There's that which was oh. a beautiful scene and the. Uh, it really was beautiful. It, it it deeply disturbing, but I think if we brought I brought it up in horror gourmet yeah. uh, that that it was just like it was just so artfully done. Well, I mean, Ridley Scott went where Jonathan Demi wouldn't go. Wouldn't go. He mm-hmm. wouldn't go there. Like Demi would not go there. Like yeah. that says something. too grotesque. It was. I laughed at the scene. Oh yeah, I mean uh, it's so. Because I, I could almost hear like ba 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 da 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 here eat a little bit ba da da. That's my brain. You know, like it was that sort of slapstick to me. On the other end of that spectrum, have you seen Hannibal the series? Yes. That there's the vivisection. Yes. Scene in that where they find a victim. 
separated into 10 or 12 different parts right. and pressed between glass so that you can see separated uh, front to back, cut front right. to back and, and separated so that you can see everything. The cross-section of the yeah. yeah. Well, it's like that, that body, uh, the body the, exhibit, the body exhibit at the which I did go to years ago. And it's, I think, yeah, I think it, I love that. St- so I, do. I love that stuff yeah. because it's anatomy and because I deal with, the human, but not like that. No. I don't deal with the human body that way. Um, you, yeah, if you see a sign that says "massage therapist, vivisectionist," don't, yeah, don't go to go, that don't person. Go, don't well, go and that, that goes person. and that goes to the case of the black dahlia, which is like one thing, something oh, that's yeah. just like always fascinated me for years. You know, it was you know cl- severed completely in half and drained. You know, and then her body is like very deliberately positioned. You know, in this. Yeah, in the slot. I, I oh. suspect suicide. <laughs> <laughs> she did it to herself. She's very precise <laughs> and very quick. <laughs> there, mystery solved. Yes. She, read, she read about it in medical journals, yeah, how to yeah. do this sort of thing you know, on herself. She was, no. The lower half was able to come back in time after disposing of she the She was able of to stuff a chunk of her leg up her Laguna Mystery. So, <laughs> her Laguna Mystery. So the Coming NPR. this week on the CW, Laguna Mystery. <laughs> Very specifically, my Laguna Mystery. My Laguna. So, so NPR put out a story this past week about um, in Oregon, there was this, uh, they found cattle that were uh, yes. mutilated and their blood was drained and their genitals had been taken out. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and, I'm, and I'm saying it's that. Out in, I think it's out in Nevada, too. Like, that's, 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 that's an alien They're thing. All, yeah. And, I, and, like, so that's a medical monstrosity because they couldn't find any, like, yeah. yeah so it's somebody, a cattle and they core out, they core out their, their, their assholes. Basically. Oh, I didn't know they were that's, doing that. That's that's that, hap- that that's happening in the desert. That's oh, one yeah. farm worker going back to his boss saying, "Wait, I, I thought this is what you told you just said." <laughs> you want that delivery of oh, cattle crap. assholes? <laughs> Your accent is so thick. I, <laughs> I really, I thought this is what you were telling me to do. I was like, you I just thought, wanted me I to feed them. I could have sworn you said cattle assholes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's all a misunderstanding. It does ring it's off just the a communication. Cattle assholes. It's all communication. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> I just feel no, but I no, feel like whatever they're doing. Keep your eyes on the skies, y'all. It's yeah, that orb, not orbors. That was a uh, muamua. And Oomuamua watch your cows. Or was, keep your eyes on cooter. Do, <laughs> cooter. <laughs> a muamua was that. I'll get back to Cooter. <laughs> I'm coming back to the Cooter. Coming this week on the CW. Cooter and the Lagoon of Mystery. Welcome back, Cooter. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, well, uh. The cattle assholes are what you were banking Mr. on. Mr. Cooter. Hey. <laughs> Up your nose with a cattle asshole. <laughs> yes. As they always used to say. Yes. <laughs> but um, those sweat hogs were <laughs> They just had something against the cows. Dear Mr. Cotter, please now, excuse Juan Epstein from class as he's collecting cattle assholes. Signed <laughs> Mrs. Hep, Mr. Juan Epstein's mother. Mr. Epstein's mother. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't you does nobody remember the episode of X Files about this? Oh. Oh yeah. About the sweat hogs. <laughs> 
and the oh. cattle assholes. No <laughs> one remembers that. Like, you had me for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute, which episode? I'm like going back in my head, going, oh, which episode was that? What I love is the O because there's got to be an episode somewhere that deals with something like this. So there's some recognition. Oh yeah, that one. Before you're like, oh no, not at all. All I can say is the one with truth is out there. Yes, it's certainly, and it's in a cattle asshole. Further out than you want to go. <laughs> or that or that one where it was the lady that was living under the bed and she had like, you know, she, that, that's, a, that's a medical monstrosity. The X-Files episode with the lady under the bed on the scooter, mm-hmm. the cooter scooter. <gasps> she literally was. You can see it painted on the side with the flames. The cooter scooter. Cooter scooter. With the flames. The sparkly flames. <laughs> they, this lady that they kept under you the bed. You can get them on Etsy now. It's a banana seat. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's maybe that's where we end. That's <laughs> we're always good. All right, and y'all. Right here on please her. listen to wherever you listen and give us a five star rating. <laughs> Become a sponsor on Patreon, and we'll give you a cattle asshole. It's one thing I've learned from comedians: always end on a good banana seat. <laughs> Joke. I'm still on the cooter scooter. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You put a banana seat on the cooter scooter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nick, for joining us. I told you, like, you're, you're welcome. You're I'm... just like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, yeah, you oh, say that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I've, I feel like I have derailed much of this. So I don't, I'm interested to see what comes out in that. <laughs> What's going to happen in post. Yeah, we'll talk about that. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Please, please leave a comment. Uh, you know, like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter. Give us that five star rating wherever you listen. It does help the algorithms and brings us up closer to the top of lists for people who are looking about podcasts, looking for podcasts about cattle assholes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a crowded field. (laughs) ATM. Hashtag ATM. (laughs) All right. Bye. (laughs) There's a monster in the house. There's a monster.